This is DJ Mad Max up here at St. John's University at WSJU Radio, The Voice, with the special guest on the phone lines who represents the real hip-hop only, Cool Taj the Great. How are you doing today? I'm good, brother. How are you? Peace, peace. Hi, man. I appreciate you, and I appreciate Fat Gary for telling me about you a little while back and setting this interview up. I love what you're doing for hip-hop, especially the real hip-hop, because we need more artists like you. No doubt. I appreciate that. No doubt. And how did you and Fat Gary meet? Um, um, in a a nutshell, basically, um, Mr. Walk from the Beat Miners, um, had, um, he had passed my CD back then, uh, on to DJ Premier. Premier had played, uh, played a record of mine back, this was like 2004, 2000, yeah, 2005. And, um, so when I heard the record, uh, immediately, you know, my antennas, you know, start, start rising, so. Uh, I was in New York City, I believe, living in the Bronx at that time, and I went down to, I think it was West 34th, where um, headquarters, studios was at. And so it was funny because I went in there looking for DJ Premier. I had my radio, you know, I was by myself. I had my, you remember the scene, uh, Crush Group, LL Cool J, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So I had my radio, you know, and I find an find office, and um, Premier wasn't there. Somebody led me to Fat Gary. So when I met Gary, you know, I'm standing in front of him like, you know, box, let's play, <laughs> <laughs> you know. So, uh, so at that moment, Gary laughed, and uh, the first thing he said, which I, um, I took to heart, and I never f- forgot that, is uh, let's build a relationship. So, you know, um, as of 20- 2004 or 2005, I think, um, around there, 2005, six, um, you know, me and Gary's been, uh, been people. We, um you know, start doing uh, more so business uh, as of the past three years. But uh, our bondship, our brotherhood has always been been solid. Mm-hmm. And I know I wouldn't have known about you unless he told me about it because he forwarded, forwarded me some of your videos on Instagram and your music. And I said, this guy is good. I got to get this uh-huh. guy on my show. Because originally no. it was, I think you were in Queens or in the area and you were going to be in the area for a video shoot or something and I wasn't able to come in that week, and I wanted you to call in, and it ended up getting delayed. But now I have the opportunity to interview you because I am home from the university as we're doing this interview because of the whole coronavirus outbreak. So now I'm getting right. a chance to knock out some great interviews that I wanted to get to. And, right, right. and now that I have this opportunity to talk to you, I definitely want to get you more exposure up here at the campus so that we can turn yeah. things turn things around so people can stop you know, tuning into the mainstream hip hop. Right, 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 right. You know, at a time there was no such thing as, as mainstream hip hop, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it was just hip hop. There wasn't right. any, yeah, there wasn't any of these guys that are out here now, like Migos and yeah. Lil Whoever, you know, right. you know how it is right now. Right, right, right. And I know you're from Buffalo, so what was it like growing up there? Uh, Buffalo, New York, man. Second largest city in the state. Um, you know, for as a as a as my personal, you know, um, up you know, my adolescence. Um, although, um, compared to other cities, and you know, in the eighties, um, you know, at the time when I was growing up, it was more so of a factory type of city. You know, mm-hmm. when the factory is shut down, the economy is you know is, is shut down. So you can imagine, you know, um, what the economy was looking like. Um, Buffalo was a little bit behind, I think, behind in the times as far as, uh, you know, things travel, you know, a little bit slower than what they, way slower than what they do now. You mm-hmm. know, push a button, you know, you hip to the latest dance, language, whatever, you know. Back back then, you know, things took a little bit time to uh, to spread. So uh, coming from New York City, um, you know, the mecca of hip-hop, uh, we got filtered down. Um, probably be like two months behind, you know, mm-hmm. uh, as far as being hip to things, you know. Um, towards the towards the, the late eighties and nineties, you know, we would we begin to be to be you know current, you know, um, yeah. wasn't no two months behind anything. Plus, information, you know, technology starts spreading a little bit faster, you know. So, um, so growing up in Buffalo, man, you know, like any other city, you know, inner city, urban, you know, got your good times, bad times, but you know, depending on who you are. You know, you, you can make it out of anything. So, you, like they say, you know, you can make it in New York, you can make it anywhere. That's and that right. applies to Buffalo, you know. 
So you can make it in Buffalo, man. You can, you can make it anywhere. Yep. So, You're right about that. And are you a fan of the Buffalo Bills? Uh, I used to be, man. <laughs> you know, I hate to I hate to say it, man. I got to be honest, man. I'm not going to say and say you go Bills, but you know, um, I used to be, man. Four Super Bowls in a row, man. Come on, oh. man. You know, yeah, you like, had the greats on. with the Thurman Thomas and yeah, Jim Kelly. That's, that's, and so, you know, good luck to them guys. Yeah. <laughs> How about for basketball? Go Sabers. <laughs> go Sabers. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Who do you root for for basketball? Um, you know, it's funny. Um, I was just sitting out and, and I was just writing, well, in a verse in the, in the new new record. Um, I said, you know, where you from? Buffalo, New York, 716. When the Braves get down, we start rocking with the Knicks. Mm. You know, so, um, you know, I'm a Knicks fan, you know, diehard New York Knicks, Knicks fan. Um, you know, L.A., you know, Los Angeles Lakers always, yeah. you know, um, you know, a couple teams. But, um, yeah, that's about it. I'm really – and it's funny because I'm really not a big sports person either, you know. Oh, okay. You, you would figure, you know, all guys, you know, into the sports, man – Truthfully, I you know I care less, man. But you know, for entertainment purposes, I I, I watch a couple of games. I think more so you can catch my attention that you know during championships and, and playoffs, mm. you know. And I'm a diehard Knicks fan as well, and it's it's rough. It's been rough for years now. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the excitement, though, yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> and lately, the Bills have been kind of been giving some excitement. Past couple of seasons, I can't front. You know, I, I can't front. You know, yeah. we'll, we'll see. And you just signed Josh Norman the other day too. That's a big pickup. Ah, okay, boom, boom. So <laughs> right. So again, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> and I got to ask you this: How do you feel about the current Buffalo rap scene? I know Thirty Eight Special and Griselda are holding things down up there too. Yeah, proud of it, man. Proud of it, man. You know, hats off to them to them cats, man. You know, it's all love, respect, man. You know, um, I'm, I think the hip hop scene here, you know, it's always been here. You know, even uh, you know, uh, Westside even said it. You know, like yo, like it, it was never us that that kind of conformed to every new uh, fad of hip hop. You know, uh, instrumentation. We always kind of kept it New York. You know, so you know, we always been here. It's just that you know, uh, I always said that there was like a great crowd over over you know over the city. And it's like, you know, we kept getting, you know, how you are for rescue, you know, and you're yeah. waving your, your flag and, and the plane keeps going over you and over and over you until until one day somebody, you know, uh, does something different, which that's what Griselda did. So, and, and 38 Spets, you know, he's from Rochester. So, um, big up to them cats, man. They, um, you know, they have brought the, uh, they brought the sunlight, you know. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's, it's mad, mad dope uh, artists here, you know. So, you know, I've been around for a while, you know, coming up in the era I came up in, you know, we had to actually go to record labels, you know, go to, go to New York and knock on the doors. That's how I met Walt, that uh, Rockets, mm -hmm. I believe, you know, in the hallway, you know. So pushing on them doors, man. And, uh, you know, them brothers finally kicked it down at the door in, you know. Yeah. So uh, they probably shot the door up, you know, then kicked it down, you yeah. know, so. Salute to them. And uh, it's a lot of other cats. You know, I'm featuring a couple cats on my new album, uh, Meets New Money, El Biz, uh, a homegirl named Pretty Bully. Uh, so, you know, they're from, from the town, from Buffalo. So, um, Niagara Falls as well, Jamal Gasol. Shout out to that cat. You know, uh, so yeah, you know, the area is definitely buzzing right now. It definitely is. And when can we expect that new album? Uh, you know what? I told my wife. I said I'm not putting out any date, no exact date, but mm -hmm. it's definitely March. It's, it's this month. Oh, okay. You know? um, yeah, probably most likely. Um, most likely like the last week of March. You know, um, I like I said, I don't have. I'm not putting no exact date, and I'm not going to do it the traditional way how they drop albums on a Friday. You know, yeah, um, I don't like is it that. A Friday or Tuesday? Yeah, so I don't care about that. I'm gonna I'm gonna drop it. Um, and uh, you know. And when I drop it, you'll probably feel the you know the uh, the tectonic plates in the in the in the earth crust shake a little bit. So when you feel that, you know you can just say, "Yeah, yep, Taz just dropped the album." You know, so. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I hope the game feels it, and I know they're feeling Griselda a hundred percent because they're making a major wave out here, and people are saying yeah. that Griselda is bringing back Boom Bap. Would you agree with that statement? Because I feel like it's been here. You just people just haven't looked for it as hard enough. 
I, I agree with what you said. You know, um, I agree with what you said. Um, Boom Bap has 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 never has never gone anywhere. Yeah. You know, it's just the shift. It's just the shift of the current taste in music. You know, um, and unfortunately, it seems like um, that there's some. It feels like some dictatorship. You know, DMC was uh, being interviewed, and he said, "Yo, you know." He, program directors are bringing in this list of 15 records you got to play every 20 minutes man you know like it, it's different you know yeah. so so yeah i agree with you you know people just haven't been looking um and then i think artists also are also into trying to fit in whatever the current uh mode is because they want to get that bread mm-hmm. you know um i think the sincerity to the craft um is very far in between right now and i think Griselda. Uh, 38 special them boys already been they already been uh spitting that you know that what they spin ain't nothing new it's just new to the rest of the world you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying so you know and it's that raw deal uh bone bap you know eyes myself you know yeah. uh you know bone bap general you know um in, in a brief nutshell i spoke to see reality uh, because i took a hiatus from the from the game back 2012 because i wasn't inspired no more you know mm-hmm. the, the sound and shifted you know, so uh, I spoke to see reality from Flip the Script. I didn't really know him at the time like I know him now. We had a discussion, and um, he kind of encouraged me to, you know, start driving some joints. And he felt that the uh, boom bap uh, era was still, uh, was still, um, you know, uh, still attractive. You know, it was still needed. Mm. And so, uh, you know, I made it my business in the past two years to uh, put a staple on it, you know, and, I think I think the rest of the world probably know me as the Boom Bap General by now, you know. So um, as long as I'm around, you know, definitely Boom Bap. You mm-hmm. know, that's not to say that's not to say that we can't um, um, explore other uh, strands of, of you know uh, music or instrumentation, you know. But um, you know, I just think that hip hop, when we say hip hop music, you know, the core of it is a Boom Bap sound. It you is. Know, that's just that's just what it is, you know. Um, an airplane, you know, levitates and flies. That's what it is, you yeah. know. Don't float, it flies, you know. You can say what you want to say, but it, it, it flies, you know. It is what it is, so, yeah. And I look at it this way, too. I think artists are dumbing down their abilities and their talent of being able to be a lyricist in order to get these record deals and just survive in the mainstream. And it's sad because we need more rappers out here, actual rappers. Yeah, yeah. I think um, there also needs to be a balance too. Yeah. You know, um, again, this, this, you know, you know, the the boom bap era, or I should say, the the, the '90s era, the golden era. You know, no biting was allowed. You know, no. everybody was different. Tribe Called Quest, Public Enemy. You know, Eric B and Rakim. Then what? Wu Tang. You know, uh, um, um, Gangstar. Yeah. Gangstar. You got all these different flavors, man, and they all, you know, expressing. Um, Similar, similar, similar things, but they style was different. They look was different. Their language was different, you know. So everybody right now just appears to be the same. And I, I can't quote LL Cool J, but I heard that he had said um, it appears like you know hip hop is one long record. You know, a hip hop video is just one long video because everybody is, you know, kind of on the same thing, you know. So, you know, I get it. I don't, I'm not here to knock nobody. But, um, yeah. you know, I, I speak what I believe and what I feel, you know, um, is, is proper, you know, and I think, um, you know, even with DMC saying before, too, you know, it's like went back to disco, you know, the disco was the, the glitter ball and the champagne and the limousine, mm-hmm. you know, hip hop comes from the Bronx, man, the, the burnt out building. And that's not to say we need to stay poor and desolate, I'm not saying that, but, you know, the texture of it was a little bit rough, you know, it was tough. You know, tougher than leather. You know, now it's softening cake batter, if you ask me. So, you know, yeah. It's a disaster, especially when you turn on, like, Hot 97 or something. You never hear old school hip-hop or real hip-hop from artists today. You don't hear it. Right, right. I'm from the era that that, that BLS, man, Mr. Magic and and Red Alert on KISS FM. You know, I'm from that era, man, so... Man, grab your radio. Cats had hundreds of tapes, man. You know, chuck chill out tapes, and and then the the mixtape era of Ron G, SNS, Doo-Wop, um, uh, uh, Showtime, and you know that that era, man, where 
you know, you can hit the block and copy like five different mixtapes and hear, and you won't hear the same exact music on each one of them, yeah, you know? No. So the flavor was just, it was just different. It was dope, man. You know, so, yeah, man. So that's what I, I you know, that's why I step in at to, to fill that void of that, that, uh, nostalgia, you know, yeah. and honestly, I think we all can agree that you know the best, the best time in rap and hip hop was the nineties. It was, you know, and that's not to say, that's not to say for the cats that are, are old enough to have to have grown up in the seventies and eighties to claim it as just ours. Like it's our era, our era is better than your era. That's not necessarily what we're saying, but it's, that's just the truth. You yeah. know, there's no era that can compare to the 90s era right now. So, you know, um, so I think Griselda, myself, 38 Special, <clears throat> cats like, um, you know, who is, you know, tons of these cats out here now, you know, that's representing that, that real. I think mumble rap is definitely over with. Yeah, I, I think so, too. That was that was horrible. I thought the game was going to be gone for a long time when that came out. And being so young at the age of 20, going back and doing my research about all these artists from the 90s, it makes me question, how come all these other kids aren't? Because these guys were, I mean, insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's funny, though. Um, I have seen that there are, um, there have been uh, groups of, uh, or kid, there's been some kids uh, that have been going back and listening and like, yo, like, oh, I, I didn't know Redman had, you know, uh, uh, Muddy Waters and, and, and you know, this oh, there's a dark side. Yeah, I didn't know there was a such group as uh, Lords of the Underground. Yo, this is dope, yeah. you know. So, you know, um, and that's and then this this vintage type of thing is is kind of coming to play where the eighties is becoming, you know, a little vintage, you know. So, you know, then you got some kids that's you know just they just hit to it, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, it's a, it's a good. I, I guess it's a good, bad, and different type of type of thing, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's whack when we see when we see the whackness that appears to be prevailing, you know. But I don't know, man. I say this. Um, I say according to I'm I love history, you know. That's my side thing. Yeah. So and I ain't gonna say my side thing, but it's a, a, another part of me. And it appears that anything that was great that came into existence has deteriorated, you know, due to the hands of man, you know. And mm -hmm. I just think that there's been a, a, a rep repetitive cycle. Of, of any and everything involving man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Not to, get, not to get super, you know, deep on you, but, you know, it's almost expected, man. You know, something great is always, you know, uh, man, always ran through, ran down, you know. So, and to me, rapping for everybody, you know, but everybody do it. Mm -hmm. And tell me, when did you decide that you wanted to become a rapper? Man, um, Shoot, and not to be, not to be super, you know, uh, uh, finicky or nothing, but uh, you know, I'm from the era when we say MC, you know, uh, the rapper to me is the corporate the corporate cat, you know, yeah. and I don't knock them. Go ahead and get your corporate money, you know. I, I get it. Um, the MCs, you know, we we over here on the other side where that real hip hop is. Mm. Um, you know, I was nine years old, man, when I started uh, really trying to formulate my my words into into rhyme patterns. Uh, I was fortunate enough to, um, as I, you know, explained to you the the difference in, um, uh, the the the, the difference in geographical location. Even though New York and Buffalo are, are only six and a half hours, you know, uh, driving, mm. um, you know, I was I was blessed at the time of when Buffalo was receiving. I'm not saying the field getting filtered down two months, you know, after during that time, though. I was fortunate enough to, my grandmother lived in New Jersey. So during the summers, I would hang out, you know, at my grandmother's house in New Jersey. My mom, you know, kind of get rid of me, go, go to New Jersey, to grandmother's house. So at that time, I was getting that, that, uh, that flavor, mm. you know, at an early age, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, you know, my dad moved to Harlem, uh, during my adolescent years. So, you know, it's funny. I was on 139th and Lenox and, uh, at 15, 16, 17. When I was 15, 16, about 14, 15, 16, I had no idea of who Big L was, you know? Yeah. And it trips me out to this day, you know, like 139th, Lennox, Big L. I was like, well, damn, I practically lived on Big L block, you know, unknowingly. You know, I wasn't into the streets of New York City at the time. 
me being um, a so-called visitor, you know, <clears throat> that would be foolish. But, um, you know, I have my, my, my dibbles and dabbles. But to answer your question, um, you know, early age, nine years old, 10, you know, mm-hmm. at that time when, you know, getting that flavor, man, you know. What made you choose the name Kultaj the Great? Um, that was asked before, too. Kultaj has been uh, <clears throat> really a, a moniker that I had since uh, junior high school. It really had nothing to do with rap music or nothing. Um, people was calling me Kultaj from the jump. Um, I kept it cool. I kept it peace with everybody. I didn't really have any type of, you know, uh, uh, altercations with, with cats. I was respected, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I think it was maybe it's because I carried myself, you know, kept a mystique about myself. I had a crew, you know, but um, I, I didn't rely on my crew. I was one of those cats who can go in different neighborhoods and, and be re- and be welcomed and received by, you know, the Dagoonies and the gangsters and the dope dealers, the stick-up kids. I was, I don't know, I was just, I was just cool, you know. So Cool Ties just came from the streets. The great, I threw on it because, uh, you know, I just believe I'm great at what I do. You know, um, I have a, I have this thing where, you know, there's no competition for me. You know, there's no competition. I think everybody in the class of their own, you know, um, because you should be great at being you. You know, mm-hmm. nobody can, nobody should be able to beat you at being you. So that's kind of like my philosophy. I'm great at being me. Yeah. You know, nobody can be me better than me. And, you know, and, and where do I come from? You know, <clears throat> come from the most high. You know, mm-hmm. the, the great creator of the, of the universe, and I don't believe nothing is greater than that. You know, so you know that's that's where all that comes from. Mm-hmm. And as we mentioned earlier, there's just so many greats from the time of the '90s. Who are some of your major influences? Man, always off the bat, I first say, man, Go Rizzy. You know, gangster all day, yeah. man. You know, Go Rizzy was. You know, um, KRS One. You know, you know each era I had different. I have I have favorites. You know, uh, KRS One, Big Daddy Kane. You know, um, I always hear that. I always get compared to Rock Kim, which I take that as a as a as an honor and a respect. God MC. But I, yeah, but you know, um, you know, even even I think who was that? Nas said something. I think on uh, the Godson album, he was talking about Raekwon and and and, and Big. And uh, just saying kind of like cats, you know, cats kind of bite off, not, you know, pattern they style a little bit after cats. You know, when you inspired by somebody, you know, so I was inspired by Google. I was inspired by his monotone swag. You know, he was still edgy. He was still street, but he always had some substance. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a, a thing that that's, that's, that's lacking is some substance. You know, I think it's more gangster when, you know, you can tell your story, your gangster story, but... At the end, you gotta, you know, you directing your audience, you know, uh, in a in a in a better direction. You know, you're not gonna leave it, you know, you're not gonna leave it up for them to to run with what you're saying because at the end of the day, these kids out here mimic that, emulate it, and then they end up, you know, facing real prison time and mm. you know getting body out here on the street, you know. So, so yeah, man, <clears throat> um, yeah. And last June, you released. Down the block and around the corner. What was the meaning behind that album name? Uh, Primo asked me that too. Um, man, like I, I told Primo, Primo said, uh, you know, um, you know, being in the, in, the, in the streets, you know, like I said, you know, I had my my times of you know the hustle days and all that, man, being in the street, running with the, the wild bunch, and it was always down the block and around the corner, you know. Yeah. Um, Tell my moms, you know, where you at? I'm down a block and around the corner. Wherever it's happening at, it was always down a block and around the corner. So, um, you know, um, and again, that correlates to, to hip-hop. You know, it's from the urban, 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 you know, concrete jungle, you know. always you always going down a block and around the corner for something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, so that's where that comes from. And I know also that, the album had many great tracks such as Talking Hip Hop, New York's Nostalgia, and of course, Death of Mumble Rap. And that that's probably my personal favorite, and it's a perfect name. But why do you think it is so hard for an MC to stick out today, in your opinion? Because you they have the skill. Why are these record companies just not even accepting these guys? Um, Real quick, I just want to know something. You, you like Death of Mumble Rap, man? That's dope, man, because I don't, you know, 
I got a lot of praise from the album, but not too many people really mention that song. And I thought it was a dope record. Man. Yeah, I thought that myself. To be honest, oh, <laughs> I, I thought that was the best track off the album. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate that. And, and then man, you had that. the MC Ricky D sample on there, which yeah, is slick yeah, Rick. right, 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 right. I thought it was a dope, right? I thought it was dope because I was actually talking about you know, what it takes to be MC or yeah. what it takes to, you know, and so to answer your question of how to stick out in the record labels, man, you know, the basically, you know, the record labels are banks, you know, I, I, in one way I can't, I can't blame them, you know, they, mm-hmm. they in it for, for the, for some money, you know, they're, they're banks, you know, they loan you some money and, you know, you advertise you if, if you don't fit the bill and they, they're going to sit you down. Yeah. So, so it's a give it, it's a double bladed sword. Um, you know, I would tell any artist coming up, man, to, to, in order to stick out or to be accepted, you know, for one, you know, accept yourself, you know, if you could do that, then, you know, then there should be an audience that, you know, may think the same way you think, you mm-hmm. know? And so you, you tap in and build your audience, you know, and then the other side of it is that, and that's the independent, you know, kind of the independent way, you know, it yeah. may take a little longer, but you know, um, you building up your own, you building up your own, uh, castle, you know, mm-hmm. whereas you won't get kicked out the castle, you know? <clears throat> so, yeah. and then the other side of it is, um, when you're dealing with these record labels, you know, you just have to make sure that, um, that you, that you're being smart about what was being said about the money, about your master recordings, you know, and if you're smart, you will be trying to go into the, into the label. Well, now they, you know, they ain't no going to the label. They, they not going to rock with you unless they see, you know, a, a heavy following. And if you have a heavy following, then you can leverage, you know, your deal, um, that, that would benefit you more, you know? So mm-hmm. again, it's, you know, one breath, I don't knock the labels, you know, but at the same time, you know, I'm aware that they, you know, man, that they you know, they're, they're for the dollar. They're not for the culture. Yeah. You know? So that's, that's the know. big question too, is why don't they think that they can't make money with lyricists? Um, well, you know, uh, I, listen, we gotta admit, man, you know, unfortunately sex, drugs and violent cells, you know, that has just been what we've been into, you know, mm-hmm. across the, across the realm, man, television, film, you know, sex and violent cells. So, you know, when real MCs, uh, either just rhyming and just, you know, spit rhymes or if their rhyme rhymes entail uh topics of 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 street action and it may have a cause real MCs will put a twist on it too and like I said and give you a, a jewel out of it. You mm-hmm. know, Coogee Rap was, was good at that, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, he'll tell you a story but like kids don't do this at home, you know, so to speak. So, you know, and I also believe that there's you know, there's also other entities, man, that's you know, that in dark entities, I would say that that works, you know, that's in the works to try to keep it to keep the rich, rich and the poor, poor, you know, um, same thing, man, in sports. It's, I think this, I think it's this, I don't know, it's this, 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 it's a dark entity, a dark hand in, that that's in all industries, mm-hmm. you know, when it comes down to, uh, anything that's trying to, uh, make people aware, wake people up you know, then there's going to be some type of force that's going to, you know, be opposed to that in order to keep that, to keep that, uh, conscious consciousness suppressed and to keep their dollar, uh, you know, keep their dollar lined up, you know, keep their pocket lined up with the dollar. So, you know, that's how I see it. So. And I mentioned before that I love the sample of MC Ricky D slick Rick who produced the track. Yeah. Uh, that was Castle Money Beats. Shout okay. out to Castle Money Beats. He um he got nine he got nine records on the album. Um then I got uh Shaw Money, uh, not Shaw Money, my man Shaw Seven, uh Slice, my man Slice Israel, uh Merge Beats, um, Agent Purple X and uh I might be missing somebody else, but yeah. So it was a, a combination of a couple cats. But um the new album is When Iron Sharp is Iron. That's uh, all produced by Standing Man. Um, like I said, I got some Buffalo features on there. L Biz, uh, Meets New Money, uh, Innocent from Brooklyn. Innocent gets busy. That's my like my you know red red and uh, math type of relationship. You oh, know, okay. That's my, 
You know, that's like my, my method man on my red. One of us is the other, you know. And then um, Teflon from MOP, he hopped on a record. So I'm, I'm excited about that. I got a relationship with Billy Dance. I don't really know Fame, but shout out to Fame. But I know Billy Dance. We got a relationship. Um, but uh, for Teflon, um, you know, to step up and hop on this record is pretty dope. So so I'm excited about dropping this joint and uh, see how everybody, you know, receives it. I am too. And going to listen to your album and just hearing the beats, they make you have that angry face that you don't even make anymore when you listen to his music out here. <laughs> We're missing that Shut element. Up. Yeah, yeah, that's what's up. Shout out to the producers, man. You know, um, and I try to pick this. I try to pick those type of beats. You know, I try to pick a variety. Um, down a block and around the corner was definitely a variety of instrumentation when it came to the beat. None, of, none of the to me the beats sounded the same. And it really is funny because it's a it's a it's a higher formula. You know, mm-hmm. uh, for me, um, because I sit with it. You know, and try to formulate all the songs, putting the songs in their right places. You know, so it's a straight run through, you know, so. Um, Do you try to tell yeah. a story through your album? Is that how you place the tracks in order? Um, Not necessarily tell a story, but to keep a, a, a flow, mm-hmm. you know, to keep a flow, to keep to keep uh, to keep the same flow going, you know, and I think it did that. I don't think it was really, you know, I think I think I flowed it up with Star Time because of the tempo of the beat, you know, but um. But it, it, but the beat was to me was dope enough to keep that flow going, you know, and that's what I've been hearing. He goes, man, I never fast forward, I never hit a fast forward, I never skipped a record, you know. It just, it just go, you know. So, um, so that's what I also try to aim for too. I take myself out of being an artist and actually being a, a critical listener, you know. Yeah. And uh, and I, you know, put myself up against the against the, the mirror. Like, let me let me see how this sound if I was if I wasn't you, you know. So, and, uh, but I've been betting a hundred though, my man. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. And I want to go back you know? to the sample and I got to ask you this too. When Slick Rick said, you're all sick of these crap rappers biting their rhymes because of their backstabbers. Who do you think he was referring to? Oh, I have no idea, man. Um, that, you know what I've learned? Um, there was a lot of personal things going on, man. You know, being a kid from, again, from Buffalo, looking on the outside, you know, I'm thinking, you know, rappers get together, make songs, and, you know, man, you know, smiles on their face, make money <laughs> together. But there was, I've, you know, I've learned after, you know, years, stories leak out, you know what I'm saying? So I don't know. That could have been something personal, you yeah. know, but I'm, I'm not sure, you know, but he could have just been making a general statement that that still applies today, you know? Mm-hmm. Do you see lyricists getting the limelight again? Do I see lyricists getting the limelight? Yeah, um, yeah, I do. Attention. I do. Yeah, I, I do. I think. Um, I think um, there's still a long way to go, you know. But I think, uh, yeah, to answer your question, I think lyricism is getting a little attention. People want to hear the wordplay. Um, and then you know, cats who are uh, born in born in the '70s, born in the '60s, they still around. We want to hear, you know, we want to hear that that that, that wordplay. Yeah. You know, so you know. But um, and then this cast that you know, born later, that still that is into, you know, um, wordplay. So so definitely. Mm-hmm. And I know you worked with Pete Rock on your newest single, Layers. Yeah, yeah. What was Shout that like? To, to the Chocolate Boy Wonder. Um, it was pretty dope. It was pretty dope, man. You know, um, you know, Gary sent me a couple records. Um, and the funny thing is, is that 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 one record, I had a whole different song to that beat. You know, um, and I just, I scratched it. I had a conversation with a brother of mine, one of my partners, uh, my Atkins Blue Label. And, um, you know, he a low life and we start talking about, you know, the low life culture. Mm-hmm. And I said, and he's like, yo, you know, they got a thing every year where they, you know, meet Times Square and, you know, they, they you know, showing all the different uh, clothes. And, man, they got layers of different clothes on. And, they, you know, I said, man, that's dope. And then we paused for a minute. I said, you know, what I said, be dope if I did a song representing the you know the low life crew i've been i've been to about the low life but i'm not a big fashion person so mm-hmm. you know i've it didn't really catch me until we started talking about it so you'll be dope if i do a record you know representing the low life so i said it'd even be dope if we show up you know at the annual uh locals on the deuce and do a video so everything 
everything that I thought of came to fruition. It's pretty dope. It was executed well, you know. So I have reached out to a uh, couple generals, you know, uh, Racklow, Prance Low, uh, Rudy Low Chronicles. Uh, Rudy Low Chronicles was very instrument, instrument, uh, in, you know, it was very instrumented when it came to leading me into uh, finding out proper information, you know, because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you want to make sure you've you got the right information. So, uh, and I think there has never really been a, a record recorded that broke down a historical perspective of the low life culture. You know, there's a lot of low lifes that rap and make records, mm-hmm. but, uh, and throw up the L's and talk about, you know, the culture, but I had did it from a, a historical standpoint. And, uh, and then, so I rocked it over that record, you know, I scrapped the one song that I had over it and I rocked it over that, you know, that record and it just, it just fit, you know, and then by it being produced by Pete Rock, which the record was already a Pete Rock instrument, instrumental, you know, it was instrumental, but, um, it didn't have no words on it, but by me putting the words on it and the concept of the song, it just, it took the, the song to another level then it just, then it, then it in itself as a collective, you know, just went to another level, and it you know highlighted the low life culture. And it was a dope record lyrically, you know, beat wise, hip hop, you know, mm-hmm. all day. A real hip hop track, and I love the visual aspect of it too. And it just, and like we've said throughout the interview, it's just the nostalgia that you represent in the videos as well, because today it's all the cars they're driving and the jewelry, yeah. and it's just a. a throwback 90s right, right, type of vibe. Right, right, right. And that's me, you know. Um, I always said, said too, I, I've never I've never been tainted. I've never been, I have never been in, um, in, 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 op- in positions or circumstances that that have tainted me. You know, I had seen a clip with uh, Jay-Z and he was talking to some cats in the studio. Um, and this is some years, you know, you know, um, reasonable doubt days maybe mm-hmm. and he was asking like yo you know like yo you know talking about you know the guns and the drugs like is that what they and homeboy was like yo that's what they want to hear they ain't really what i want to talk about all the time but that's what they want to hear mm-hmm. i think even prodigy was saying something uh before you know before the, the the lord brought him home you know that yo i was about to switch up my whole my whole topics you know but he said i've always been talking about the conspiracies and and, and the stars and the universe he said, but my core audience, you know, they they want that mob deep, you know. So cats, you know, cats be wanting to, you know, build, man, you yeah. know. But again, you know, people like sex, drugs, murder, crime, you know, they don't want it to happen to their family, but they like to hear about it or they like to watch it, you know. It's, it's a crazy psychology, though. But, hey, you know. Yeah. I love to get into the research and history of why people – want that message so much because there's so many other topics that can be discussed in lyrics, especially through hip hop. Yo, you, you, you attend the school? Yes, I attend the school. Man. Hey, if you want to do that, man, I'll link up with you and do that. You know, I'll do some research with you. Maybe we can put a publication together or something. You know, I'll be, I'm on that type of stuff. Yeah. I'm, I'm interested in why are people just attracted to those three topics when it right. comes to even if you want to look at movies too, right, right, the whole right, the whole spectrum, yeah. right, and right. It's, you can always change the message because I know there's this other guy, and I had him on my show a while back. His, he goes by the name of Locke. He does a lot of edu- educational hip hop, yeah, and it's not even about that. And I, I think yeah. that's why hip hop can be so diverse. It doesn't have to be mumble rap or trap. And now it's this drill wave, which is just out of control now. Right, right, right. We can have different topics with lyrical artists. That's what right, that's right. what I would like to see. Right, a balance, a balance. Yeah. And I also say too, I also say too. You know, if that's what is going, you know, don't call it hip hop. Then, yeah. you know, like we really need to get a different term. Somebody should have thought of that a long time ago. Don't call that hip hop. You know, just yeah, no. because it's rapping and they got a you know a beat and every four bars, you know, don't call it hip hop because that's not hip hop. You know. No. So, um, and these singing well, yeah, rappers man. too are horrible. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I, I, go get somebody who actually sings. Yeah, <laughs> and you, <laughs> you don't even have saying? that anymore in R and B. It's pop right, now. Right, right, 
right, right, right, right. Uh, so you know, everybody's riding this 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 wave, man. It's the you know the individual you know look at me type of wave. You know, I you know I I don't get me wrong. I wanted a crib two hundred fifty thousand square feet. You know, I would love that. You know, but that's not my aim. Mm. You know, um, I love the you know the dope dope bees and all that. But you know, that's not my aim. I you'll never see my my garage with you know, 25, 25 V's. So, you know, that, that's just not me. You know, everybody different, you know, and I, I'm not here to knock nobody, but, um, you know, again, that's, you know, my style a little bit different. It, so, it, it does. It does kill me to see that though, that there's actual guys and artists out here like you, especially that put in an insane amount of work into the craft and artistry. And they're not in the mainstream limelight. These guys right, can just right. go in the studio, whip up a track, and it's terrible, and they get all the right. money and praise in the world for it. And right, it doesn't right, make any right. sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, sometimes, some, you know, it used to be hurtful. You know what I'm saying? I used to have discussions, pillow talk with my wife, like, man, you know, man, how these bum-ass rappers, man, cats making moves, and yada, yada, cats like such and such. And not even just myself, but cats like my man, Innocent. Innocent mm. is crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, how, you know, but... Again, man, it, it is what it is right now, yeah. you know. But but on the broadest on the broadest spectrum, you know, um, for some reason the UK has always been loyal to you know that original real hip hop. Oh so yeah, thanks, they love it. Thanks, yeah. So thanks to that, we are able to you know um, you know go over there and tour and you know uh, still have a, a, a following. You know, like even myself. My name is not really that big enough yet, you know, where I can go do a tour by myself and, and it be sold out everywhere. You know, I'm I'm honest like that. I, I can admit that. However, though, I have a following, though, that's, you know, worldwide right now. I get hit up from all parts of the world, you know, and it, it, it trips me out. You know, yo, Taj, salute from Italy. Taj, big up from Berlin. You know, Taj, we out here in, in Finland. What's, what's happening? We rocking with you. So, so that right there let me know, like, word, all right. You know, that's that's what it is. I, I'd rather run with this than being caught up in some spider web at the record label, you know, and on a bunch of uncertainties and you know, frivolous bullshit. Excuse yeah. my language, but you know, it's so true though. That, you know, so that's how I see it. You know, and and when you're in control of it now, man, you know, you kind of you know steward your, your bread a little bit different now. You know, you ain't got to you know kick out. And it depends on what the artist wants, you know, like my young man, you know, I understand what he's trying to do. You know, my young, one of my young homies, you know, he's doing all types of kind of genre rap, hip hop. He's a younger cat and I get it and I don't knock him for it, you know, but, um, but if you really know what you, what you want, I think the, the, the process and the road would be a little bit more simplified, you know, instead of trying to fit into whatever new wave it is, you know. Um, so yeah, man, you know, get it how you get it. You yeah. know, that's how I see it. And you know? it's important. And, and that's great that you've established a presence overseas because I know Onyx does a lot of tours over there and it's kind right. of almost like the United States. They don't even want to hear it anymore. It's right, sad. Right, 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 right. Money holes and bank rolls, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if we, we talk about that, you know, but then you got a stick, man, I believe don't quote, don't, you know, misquote me from, that prayers like yo if we ain't talking about food clothes and shelter what the hell we rapping about what are we talking about mm. you know and another thing funny about the about rap rap is really the only genre predominantly that people will listen to somebody else talk about what they have and what they do and who they are and all about them Mm. You know, and we take the song, you know, I'm guilty as charged. We take the song and apply it to our lives, you know, like, man, you know, want to be a baller, shot caller. So you in the club and, you know, so you apply it to your life. But you mm. really got no no ball out money. No, you know what I'm no. saying? So, right. So, you know, my wife and I had another discussion. What's more powerful, power or influence? Mm. You know, somebody can be very powerful. And that powerful, you know, when they when say they die, that power is gone, you know. But if they were influential, when they rock out of here, you know, the influence lasts forever. So it's about being influential in a, in a, in a more healthy way and being inspiring versus uh, being gluttonous and, and you know, uh, bathing in a bunch of, you know, materialistic items, you know. 
So and it has to thing. be rocking these chains. They rock them chains, but the chains be getting snatched, though. You know? Yeah. That uh, fact, entertainment is killing us. To be honest with you, you know, literally, it's killing us. I agree. <laughs> it's it's ridiculous out here. I mean, it really is. And another thing that I can't believe is that rap was recently named the number one genre ever. Recently, it's the number one genre of music, and it kind of makes me question the 90s was the golden age. They say that. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, how come um, it wasn't number one then? Right. Um, and that's because of, of who monitors, you know, who, who monitors that, you know, um, you know, us, us hip hop heads, we're not, we, we don't have any companies to monitor. We don't have any monitoring companies that, that can make that statement mm-hmm. and, and the world was, will sit with it, you know, but yeah, hip hop has been the leading uh, genre, popular genre for for quite a while. It surpassed rock and roll. I had um, not to not to get too deep in the convo, but um, mm-hmm. I had went to, I was going to school, um, and I, at the time I was developing a um a hip hop uh, interdisciplinary degree, and so um so we were studying that type of stuff, you know um, you know it's just again you know and it's the people too. You know, they dumb down, you know, the people kind of dumb down, you know, they like lambs. You just accept what, you know, was given to you, you know, almost like the our presidency. We accept, you know, the people, man, all got together, stop what we doing and went, went all met up in Washington and kicked the White House over. Ain't no more government, ain't no more. Come on, man. Yeah, you know? it, it, they, it's getting rough out here. Yeah. It's, so. it's bad. It's not looking good. Yeah. So, so the, the whole world is just upside down, especially our, our country right now. Yeah, yeah. It's, Junior Gong, Bob Marley's son said, the whole world's a crime scene. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So. And I know that you've been on DJ Premier's show on Shade 4 or 5 on Sirius XM. What does it mean to you to have a legend like Primo support your music? Well, like I said, man, you know my my number one my number one rap group of all time was uh, besides Run DMC was uh, was Gangstar. Gangstar so, yeah. man, What's your favorite Gangstar have, album? Oh uh, man, Daily Operation. Daily Operation is my favorite album. Um, uh, Hard to Earn is another yeah. favorite album. That's the one with so, Make Them Pay on it, I think, right? Make Them Pay. Yeah. Uh, that don't sound familiar, but well, I'm I have to, to check into yeah. Make Them Pay. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Maybe that's off of something else. It could be off of something else. I don't know. Oh, moment of truth. Um, that's what it is. Moment of truth. Okay. Yeah. 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 Hard yeah, earns yeah, mass yeah, appeal. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 So. So. Yeah. So. But um, for for that man, that you know, when I when I, I said, man, I'm done. You know, it's just an expression of like, yo, my career, I'm done. You know, I shook hands with the, you know, with the god of the of the of the, of the beat, one and two. So that was a that was a. I was off the bucket list, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know, that was dope. And for him to be rocking my records now, you know, um, not not it being a one-time thing. Like, yo, we met, I rocked your record, you know, go up, see you when I see you type of thing. Nah, he still, you know, Primo still dives in on, on the record. So it's dope, you know what I mean? That's good. And he he's keeping the culture alive as well up there. He's keeping yeah, things yeah. going. Primo has always been a defender for real hip hop. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, even Billy Dance told me, he's like, yo, even he's like, yo, even me, you know what I'm saying? I've been rocking with Primo for years, man. If he don't like a record, he ain't playing. He don't care just cause you his man or you his man's man. If he don't like a record, he ain't playing. He going to keep it, you know, keep it funky. So, you know, Primo has, uh, has always been, uh, has always been holding that flag for real hip hop. And ain't nobody, has been, you know, ain't nobody stupid, ain't nobody jumping up to take the flag out of his hand either, because they get beat down from all angles. So shout out to Primo for, for definitely, you know, uh, pushing the culture forward and, and, and repping the real. You mm. know, it's important. Yeah. Are you currently independent? I'm currently independent. You know, my my partner is Fat Gary. You know, mm-hmm. um, you know, like I said in in, in one verse, uh. uh you know, straight from the living room, you know, mm-hmm. new music coming soon, straight from the living room, you know, so, yeah, we come across something, and, and you know, I also said in the verse two, my wife, like, you know, I said, man, if this, if this ain't two mil or better, keep that deal, you know, I'm good, 
Yeah. So it's about being smart, man. You know, if anything, so they got to partner up with me. I'm not, you know, you know, plus I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm mid forties, man. I ain't got no time to be, you know, no, going through no bull stuff. Yeah. So yeah, man. Now, would you work with some artists out there today? Um, would I work with, yeah, I work with some artists. You know, I've been, you know, I've been working with a couple artists. I just started featuring cats. You know, I was into the no feature thing. Mm -hmm. I'm like, man, I ain't featuring nobody. You know, I'm, you know, and it was kind of like, you know, you kind of got to prove your way in too. You know, like, man, I can rock alone. I don't need no feature. I don't need no big time feature. I don't need no big time producer. Throw a dope beat and, uh, and I'm a crash set. But, um, but now, you know, that, that I've made some establishment, um, you know, I'm more willing, like I said, now I've, I've featured, uh, you know, a couple of artists on, on the, on the album. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm willing to work with cats, you know, um, you know, I'm not willing to work with, it got, we gotta be, you know, we gotta have a discussion. We gotta build a relationship yeah. like, like Gary said, you know, so uh, a lot of cats be out here just be talking that, be talking that street shit and, and they ain't really about it. I can't be. I can't be standing next to you like that, you know. Yeah. A lot of these cats out here like that, so um, I have to do my I have to do my research on you if you that type of cat, you know. I respect it if you really that cat. I respect it, but if you're not, you know, nah, I, we can't we can't waste that time like that. I love to see you do a track with Thirty Eight Special Griselda. That would be that would be crazy too. That would be crazy, man. Holler at them cats, yeah. you know. Let them let them know, man. You know, I reached out. I try to reach out to uh, to Griselda. You know, I know cats is busy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and I'm I'm believing it's a, a mutual respect. We never had no 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 funkiness and nothing. You know, I know Benny more than I know. Uh, I don't know Westside. I met him once. Mm -hmm. Matter of fact, it's funny. My man just told me. Uh, he sent me a couple pictures from. We were taking pictures, and one of the pictures was the picture with me and Wes. And we had met uh, yesterday. Was the, the day we met last year, March 10th, last year we met. Oh, wow. Um, and yeah, yeah. So, you know, you would think, man, that, you know, y'all, y'all from Buffalo, y'all, y'all know each other. We, you know, a lot of us don't. Um, I don't really know Conway like that. You know, we had spoke um, a little bit. 2016, you know, he was always, you know, I guess he was always bubbling, you know what I'm saying? But right before they really, like, you know, skyrocketed, um, I had met him. We, you know, kicked it at my man's uh, little social event. You know, bought him a drink, we bought a drink, and had a drink together. We didn't even discuss no rap music or nothing. We just kicked it, you no know, cool cap, and went, you know, went about our way. Um, I know Benny because of uh, Shay. You know, me and Shay are the same age, mm -hmm. came up in the same same era, and uh, so Shay has always been trying to get Benny, uh, get Benny the look. You know, and yeah. and all them boys is dope. You know what I'm saying? So so I'm happy for them cats. You know what I mean? Um, our, our content may be a little bit, uh, be slightly different, mm -hmm. but, um, we, we still come from that same grit and I would, you know, definitely, uh, rep them boys wherever I go, you know, Buffalo, Griselda, you know, I don't know 38 Special, but, you know, just off the strength, you know, that he from the area, you know, and he making dope music, you know, respect to that cat too, you know, so. I think Buffalo is running New York hip hop for sure right now though. Yeah, I would the say real so. Hip -hop, you know, yeah. I, I think if anything, we if anything we saved the sound. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because again, we we always been, you know, we always been like this. And I got to I got to shout out, you know, cats that came before us, man. Because you know, um, it ain't just been us. You know, um, it was a group, Brotherhood Nation. You know what I'm saying? They came out, murder of the box. I don't know if you're familiar with the box. It was a video. You know, you call in, you order your video, and it come on the TV. So during that era, um, a group called Brotherhood Nation, who Shay, DJ Shay, who's part of uh, uh, Black Soprano family, uh, Benny's, you know, uh, uh, partner, he was a part of that Brotherhood Nation too. I think he was, you know, kind of the DJ at the time or whatever. Um, Kid Cole, Kid Cole is a, is a staple in Buffalo hip hop. He produced a couple records for DMX. Um, and so yeah, so it's been a you know a couple cats, man. Um, Insomniacs, um, that's Cochise. Cochise had a group called the Insomniacs. Cochise went on to produce some things for uh, Big Pun and uh, uh, the Terror Squad. So been some cats that came from the town, man. Yeah. Email Music, you know, Email Music, Email Haney, I think is his name. You know, he's from Buffalo. He produced uh, Kid Cudi's number one hit record, uh, that Day and Night Joint. You know, so. And he produced AZ's New York, New York joint, you know. So there's been some cats from the town, man. And, you know, I think a lot of people don't know the history. They're just picking up from, 
you know, from what's going on right now. Yeah. 38, Griselda, and that's dope. But uh, we do have some history, you know, and, uh, you know, since I'm into history, I always make it a point to, to mention that if I get the platform to do so. So thank you for allowing me to, you know, to mention them cats. Oh, yeah, no problem. It's important because it's it's really, you know, vital that these kids out here right now go back and they research because if you don't do that, then, I mean, what's the point? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, check out yeah, check out the cast before you know. They say kind of help pave the way. You know what I mean? Yeah, there wouldn't so. be any of these artists out today if it wasn't for the ones that came before them. And I know right. in uh, one of my classes, I think it was aesthetics. I couldn't believe the response from one of the kids in the class. He goes, "Oh, it's not my responsibility to go back and research anything before I was born." I mean, I couldn't <laughs> believe that statement. I'm like, this yeah. is just typical. Right, 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 right. You know, it's it's more entertainment, you know. Um, it's less, you know, less, you know, things have changed. I mean, it's, it's crazy. It's, it's, it's crazy because we're in the age of information. Like, I tell my kids, like, man, you know, you, you hey, Dad, I wonder, man, look it up. Yeah. You know, you go, hey, I wonder if, it, look it up. You know, in my era, we had to go to the library. And I'm not so dinosaurish, but, you know, I come from that era where you had to go to the library and research. People was more into reading and research and, and, and news and stuff. Now everything is, you know, uh, hand, hand tip at your finger, you know, at your fingertip entertainment, you know. So people are not necessarily in, interested in, in anything coming before them, you know, they dealing with what's, what's current right now. Yeah. So my, you know, I'm quite sure, sure you may have heard the phrase, uh, like microwave, you know, everything is microwavable. Yeah, everything I call it fast, microwave micro- rap right now. Yeah, see, right, boom, you know. So, yeah, but, um, yeah, man, I I don't know. I don't get it. So, you know, as long as we got people like you, you know, that's, and that's the balance, you know, I mean, I'm not going to say MC, MC Hammer was, you know, he wasn't the dopest lyricist, you know, but, but he, you know, contribute to, to hip hop, you know, as corny as he may have came across, he contributed to hip hop, but also due to his, uh, I would say, uh, uh, Dr. Seuss lyrical ability, he made cats like, um, you know what I'm saying, uh, uh, Inspector Deck, you know what I'm saying, get like, yo, Inspector Deck, dope, you know how, he, you know, he, he spit, you know, so now I'm going to compare Inspector Deck to, to MC Hammer. So by me saying that, you know, we got a couple, you know, stragglers who are who, who are corny, they whack, yeah. you know, blue face. <laughs> I mean, he, he's a young cat, and I, I don't want to re- really, you know, go at him because he's a young cat, you know what I mean? So, but... I mean, like, he even admit, like, I'm not lyrical at all, you know. Uh, what's the other cat? Little Yachty. Uh, and, you know, I'm not lyrical. I don't, I, you know, I'm not lyrical, you know. NBA young boy. He like, man, why well, I need to perform? Why well, I need to go on tour? I just made a million dollars on house arrest. So the, the idea, the ideology is different from the golden era. It's different from, you know, it's a different, it's a different, it's a different era, you know. Then you know it strikes down to you know unfortunately you know men not being there for their for their boys and so their boys are growing up clueless and, yeah. and you know off into into any and everything in order to in order to eat you know yeah but, but all money ain't good money though man no it isn't you know yeah. it isn't and can we expect another single from you before you drop the album. Uh, yeah, man, shoot me an email and, um, you know, I'll send it to you. I'll send it to you today. Uh, matter of fact. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, do you actually have clean versions? I was going to ask you that after and I'll make sure I, I can, do. I can get that played around campus and I'll make sure that the music okay. director here puts that in the rotation. Cause I, okay, I, I, yeah. I want more of a diverse playlist up here. I know I've been putting that in since I've been here for my three years. I want more of those real hip hop tracks. That's what I play on my show. I don't want any mumble rappers right. on here I, i'm not for that culture at all right right you you, you for the real man yeah. and i appreciate it you know we need more people like you you know so definitely big up salute to you you know um definitely man you know so yeah shoot me an email i think i may have it but just shoot me an email um and uh yeah i'll load you up i got a couple records that's clean uh, I'm going to do a whole clean version of the album. And then once I do that, you know, I'll send that to you too. But yeah, I'll put that all, all on the playlist too. Yeah. All right. Bet, bet. Also got a record on there that you probably like too. Um, um, I, don't even, 
I think I did. I think I said, I think I said ass, but um, I have a record on there called Think About It. And mm-hmm. in this record, I'm talking about how a lot of these talk, these dudes talk about shooting. And so I had mentioned this, I told a story about a little kid getting, sh- you know, getting hit by a bullet. Mm-hmm. And um, it's because of these dudes don't know how to aim. You know what I'm saying? So your mm-hmm. your 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 uh, fickle aim is hitting kids. You know, so this record um, is pretty dope. It's edgy, got a dope hard beat, hard dark beat to it. But I think you'll like the uh, type of record it is, though. So I make sure you get that too. Oh, I appreciate that. And is there anything else that you want to get out on the airwaves here? Um, pretty much, man. You know, Kutaj, great, uh, great takeover 2020. You know, uh, when Iron Sharpens Iron's new LP, uh, Kutaj, great dot bandcamp dot com is where it will be available before it hits the streaming platforms. Um shout out my man Fat Gary. That's P H A T G A R Y uh for any further information, booking, you know, yeah, we shout are out taking, to him. Yeah, we're taking show dates. Um yeah, so you know, pushing the culture, you know, forward. Shout out to Tone Spliff. Um him and I have a project that's already done. It's already packaged. Um uh, we just you know, letting the process of uh, this new LP uh, get it shined on before we release that. So, got some more flavor dropping, man. Content and merch, uh, t-shirts, hats, Ooh. all that coming. Soon. Where, can, where so, can we? Is there anything available now for merch, or is it just just a um, new development for you? Man, man, yeah, it's a, a new development. Um, at five, I was doing. Uh, I did merch real, real. Um, it was really quick lived. Um, because that was just me doing it. Uh, but I'm back at it, so uh, it'll be available. I have something to make in. Matter of fact, right now, being pressed up. So we're just waiting for, you know, test results to come back, approve them, and then uh, keep it moving. But, I, yeah, I keep you posted, man. Is this is this, is this this the number to the school or is this, like, your personal this number? This is my personal number. I'm I'm home for break because, well, it's okay. extended now because they closed all the all university right, right, like campuses. Said, yeah. Right, okay. All right, well, yeah, I'll lock this uh, number in. Um, send me your, uh, your email as well, and um, definitely I'll keep you in the loop, man. Yeah, and I'll send you all my social media info and all that, and we'll keep in touch because when you do drop the album, if you're in Queens, I want you to come in the studio and we'll promote this okay, to, to the audience for the college students. So hopefully when they open back up here, I hope this whole thing blows over soon and I can get right. back and actually do my radio show and air this one live too. Right, right, bet, bet. I'm, I'm down for it. Anything I can do, brother, that's definitely. And um, so also in it, when you send me an email, also send me um details about your show. I'll do you a drop. Oh, I appreciate that. Yeah, I'll, I'll send you the details. I'll send you anything you need. I'll, I have a website. I'll send that over to you as okay. well. Okay, bet, bet. And if you know, you know the the student union, they looking for some live hip hop, man. You already know. I've, right. I've been I've been trying to push for these performances. I wanted to get who was it? Um, oh, Mr. Cheeks, because I had him on my show earlier this year. Okay, and I've been okay. trying to push Shout to get him. Cheeks. Yeah, I've been trying to get him a performance up here, and it's it's rough because these student government people up here, they love their mainstream i don't know what it is i can't even i don't even want to call it hip-hop but they love those right, mainstream, right. those mainstream artists right and, right and right it's, yeah it's tough yeah 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 i, I get you i get you yeah, yeah uh, man we'll, anything we'll anything i can yeah anything anything i can push forward to up here trust me i'm gonna make sure that y- your name comes up all right man i appreciate you bro definitely man and i'm gonna lock your number in you know, like I said, sidebar, sidebar conversation. You know, we'll talk, man, soon, and um, maybe we'll we'll, we'll you know take that challenge and uh and, and figure out why people are addicted to those three concepts. Yeah, I'm interested in that. I'm always I, I've thought about that before because what was the? I think it was Cool G Rap's album. I think it was XXX, and it made yeah. me think. It made me think. How did he go from an album like Road to the Riches to that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, driven by, you know, got to make some dollars. And, you know, like I said, that one video clip I seen of Jay-Z in the studio with some of his, you know, homies. And his homie was like, man, I really don't want to spit that, but that's, that's what the people want to hear. Yeah. And and Jay-Z looked to, I think he was talking to Un Rivera. And he, I think. And he looked to Un, he's like, man, what you think? You know, is, it, is this what people want to hear? It's like, he was almost questioning, like, man, like, if I was to stop, you know, talking about, you know, this, would I be relevant? Like, 
Jay is an intellectual. So yeah. in that conversation, he was being very, you know, is an intellectual conversation. And, you know, but the homeboy was just being real. Like, yo, I want to spit like this all the time, but people want to hear it. So, but me, cool times are great. I'm like, man, what would you want to hear? This is what you about to hear. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that's how it should be. And that's the 90s style. Right, 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 right. That's the real hip hop yeah. culture style. That's what you want to hear. Yeah. yeah. That's what you get. Open your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stuff this spoonful of rawness down you. Swallow that. Yeah. Yep. Don't walk away. You'll feel better. You know? But yeah, man. So that's what it is, man. Cool Ties, a great boom bad general, man. No matter the coast, you know I'm dope on both. I appreciate your time, brother. No doubt. I want to thank you again for calling in. Shout out to Fat Gary for telling me about you and setting this all up and like I said we're going to be connecting and working something out for the future here alright uh, where, where you from originally I'm from Connecticut okay alright shout out to Connecticut where yeah. up I gave him a shout out on um, gave Connecticut a shout out on um, on live and direct so oh, I okay. got to see that record too where we, up we appreciate that no doubt tri-state area baby let's go yes yes and I want you to have a good day alright you too alright take care alright peace peace